your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to a Wednesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Winging it Wednesday, 608-785-7914. So if you want to get in here, today is a good day to do that. And there's uh, a infinite amount of things to talk about, because really we can talk about literally anything. But uh, I've got... I've, I'm trying to take notes on what the Wisconsin State Legislature is doing. This really feels like cramming. The, it's the end of their whatever session or before they go on, you know, probably a couple-week vacation and go campaign. So we're just going to add vacation to that. So, um, so they're rolling through what seems like hundreds of bills in the last couple of weeks and it's a nonstop, the AP wire is nonstop full of, uh, here, I'll just do it real quick. I want to talk about stuff, some other stuff to start the show, but uh, Assembly passes uh, making it a felony to threaten health care workers. Wisconsin Assembly targets food delivery services. Focus on Wisconsin voting law changes shifts into Assembly. Measure to give legislature power over federal money. Assembly passes bill raising age for tobacco vaping to 21. Assembly passes bill protecting gun makers from lawsuits. Wisconsin Senate rejects then passes call for term limits. Wisconsin GOP votes to limit race theory at UW schools. So that's that's as far as I got in my notes. And then you refresh the wire <laughs> and it just keeps going. Um, let me see here. Where did I stop? Where did I stop? Um, you kind of get you kind of get the the idea though. Uh, there's there's the voting changes uh, measure to give Wisconsin power over federal money. UW schools. Wisconsin Senate sends benefit restrictions to the governor. So like food stamps. Republican voting changes passed by Senate. Oh, it just keeps going and going. Senate passes amendment to allow for setting higher bail. Assembly okays bill breaking up Milwaukee K through 12 district. That's that's one that's got a whole bunch of school uh, bills in it. I guess you could call them school bills. Anyway, so it feels like cramming. We got to get all this stuff in before we're done with our session. Also, we're going on the campaign trail, so we need to get all this stuff in so that we can point to the things that Governor Evers is going to veto and say, see. We need the governor out of here. We need a Republican governor to pass these super important bills like allowing college students to not take a diversity class and instead take a class in the U.S. Constitution. That's very important. College students, you know, they can't think for themselves. Anyway, uh, so that's that's just some of the things. So uh, the, about half of them are on the Wisdom website right now because I, if you put too many of them on there, just it's never it's never ending because it's like four or five, well three probably three days of this now because the assembly does it, then the Senate does it because they're whizzing through this stuff. Oh, it's it's uh, yeah, it gives me a headache. Um, what else? Oh, the homeless. The homeless situation in La Crosse, the buying of the motel on Mormon Cooley Road. We can talk about that. I do want to talk about this, though. I'm I'm dog-sitting a two-year-old brown lab. Is it a brown lab? Do you call them brown labs? I don't, I, black labs, sure. White labs, brown labs. And she's she's very she's very good, but she's two. So she's terrible twos, right? And uh, 
just we're out walking and I live in the middle of nowhere. So so when we're out walking, it's just free for all. And my dogs listen for the most part. And well, we'll get to that in a minute. And then this this other dog, she's she's pretty good. She listens pretty well. But as we're walking, another dog shows up, another brown lab, a neighbor, a neighbor dog. Just, you know, hey, hey, you guys, I live down the street. Somebody let me out <laughs> and isn't there is nobody around to watch me. So then I'm trying to corral three dogs uh, and, and not have them fight because you never know. You never know how dogs are going to act. So I'm like, OK, you guys. And that doesn't work because how do you corral dogs? And then my dog, my dog is 12 and she's literally under the neighbor's deck. She found something, you know, how that works. So she's under the neighbor's deck. The, the two-year-old dog and the, my six, other six-year-old dog are like kind of what we're, we're at, a standoff? What is it called in the, in the Wild West when, when you uh, take 10 paces and then, and then turn and shoot? That's kind of, they were kind of about 10 paces off, kind of like, eh, what are we going to do? What are we? And I'm like, oh, my God, just don't fight, please. And it turned out fine, except for my dog was way under the neighbor's deck and I had to crawl under there and be like what are you doing and then the neighbor's dogs in the house start barking and it was a whole ordeal <laughs> super fun so much more fun to talk about than like with what the Wisconsin Assembly and the Senate is doing but if you want to go check it out at wisdomnews.com try to make some sense of it do that uh, along with the the city holding a special meeting yesterday to essentially buy this motel uh, there was some other news about a, a shooting, uh, somebody shooting at police. That's That guy was in court today. Um, and Brad is headed somewhere in town, Black River. Apparently, apparently a body may have turned up somewhere on the Black River. That's I mean, he came running in here and mentioned that to me. Wanted to know if we, we saw any release. I didn't, so... She's uh, or she's he's headed out. So he's headed out to go check that out. So there's there's an endless amount of news. Uh, we'll probably try to hit on some of this the bridge housing plan for the the city of Lacrosse. Um, it, it doesn't it don't it doesn't appear that this is part of the county plan. So at one point the county and the city had this like combo plan to to buy the chamber building. I'm I I want to say. That maybe maybe it is, but it, it was a city council meeting. So if the if the county's getting in on this, I'm not quite sure yet at this point. They 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 threw this out there onto the agenda the day before. Next day they held a special meeting, and and now we've we've got a hotel or a motel. Uh, we is in the city of Lacrosse. I don't have it, but anyway. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six oh eight. 785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here, if you want to shoot me a text. Appreciate it because at this point, no guests today. I, th- I thought I had someone lined up, but uh, we got we to gotta game plan a little bit better in terms of uh, coming on. But um, Mike Hayes, I know Mike Hayes tomorrow morning is having Tori Miller. The, the We've talked about this person, uh, the, kind of the famed chef. He's in Madison now. He, he's got a couple of food-to-table restaurants he'll be at. Uh, he's hosting, he's the keynote speaker for the Moses Organic Farming Conference tomorrow night. And he's putting on this dinner. I think it costs $30, but it's like pretty awesome, I think. That's probably pretty cheap dinner, right? Uh, when you're getting one of the best chefs in the state, maybe in the country. And uh, he's going to be out with Mike tomorrow 
So stay tuned for that. Mike's on from 6 to 9. I believe he's going to be on at 7.50. Don't quote me on that, but I believe that's uh, that's what we did, how we set it up. But, yeah, you can go Thursday, Moses Organic Farming Conference, 5 o'clock. It's open to the public. They've got, like, a cash bar with all their, you know, organic drinks, right? Like, homegrown drinks. Sounds like moonshine to me, but I, I think they're probably pretty awesome for those of you that are into that stuff. And then the food, right? The whole point of that thing is food. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line if you want to get in here. Uh, was talking about uh, having th- having three dogs. Is That's the limit. I think, uh, two, no, two dogs is the limit for me. I was talking about walking, trying to walk three dogs. And by walking, I mean not on a leash. We're just free roam it. <laughs> In the, where I'm from, where I live. Anyway, uh, speaking of three, number three is on. Hey, number three, go ahead. How's it going there, Pilgrim? Pretty pretty good. I tell you what, before you go under people's porches over there, you better be careful so they might think you're robbing them and shoot you. <laughs> well, I know I know all my neighbors, so they, they're, they're pretty cognizant of if I'm yelling. Oh, you know you're harmless, in other words. Yeah, well, we chase each other's dogs every once in a while. So, okay. you know, they when they hear me yelling, Millie! Millie, get out from under there. They can just look out and be like, oh, there's stupid Rick and his dog. There goes that well-groomed dog of of, (laughs) of Rick. Anyway, the first thing I'd like to say is that Ross that was uh, thrown in jail the other day, I'm glad he was a bad shot and didn't hit that officer. Yeah, you got to wonder if he, you know, how that went down. Brad has the criminal complaint. I haven't looked at it yet, but that is, uh, that's really, you got to, like, what are you thinking? Yep, yep. Uh, Well, I'm glad he was a bad shot. And the second thing I'd like to talk about, the uh, lacrosse motel on Mormon Cooley Road that's going to be opening up. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, it looks like the city uh, is going to use about $1.5 million, I think, to to both purchase it, and then it looks like about 300000 of that $1.5 million will be to renovate it. So, yeah, Well, uh, I'll tell you, it's outdated. It was yeah. built back in the 40s. Yep, 1940s. And they're going to need a lot of fine grooming done to that place, I'll tell you that. And another thing, uh, it'll only hold about 30-some people, and... We've got 80 to 100 people staying at the Econo Lodge, so uh, that that place isn't near big enough. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I don't know. But it's going to be bridge housing. So I'm not going to pretend to be an expert here. This was this was the hope I was going to have an expert on today, but it didn't work out. But uh, so I don't. If you if you're trying to do bridge housing, right? This is the, the the intermediary between being homeless and getting a permanent home somehow. Getting you know going and renting a place or buying a house. Um, if you get more than thirty people, that's going to be a lot of work for people that are, are 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 working on helping the homeless, right? If you have more than thirty customers, essentially. Well, you got eighty to a hundred up in Piacano Lodge, and you're only going to have room for thirty people here. It, I mean, it, it just don't make sense. Well, okay, so there's eighty to a hundred at the Econo Lodge. There's more at you know the other entities in town that help. Home, you throw uh, Catholic charities in, you probably got twenty five, thirty down there standing every night. Yeah, there's. Well, I don't think it's that many, but yeah, there's. There's a probably. I, I. I think maybe if we go high, hundred fifty people homeless in the area. Okay. But if we're trying to work on getting, if we're trying to work on getting people off the streets permanently, getting them shelter, we can't work on all hundred and fifty at once. 
right? Because if you ha- because then we would just have to hire how many people to work on the homeless situation, right? I don't know. I, I could be wrong. Maybe they could work on 150 people at once. But I think I like 30... Wonder, I just wonder how many people the city and the county got working on homeless people. Now we ever hear nothing. A lot of people walking around with clipboards. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and that's and that's right. where and I don't want to like I don't want to deep dive into how it works. It's it's good to like game plan it out though and and try to and try to maybe theorize how how all this works. But it, it clearly clearly I, I think 150 people working working in bridge housing at one time, 150 homeless people at one time would be a, a very vast undertaking for whoever is going to try to 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 work on that. Right. Definitely, definitely. The only good thing is. Now, the Econo Lodge has been getting about 100 calls from the police department a month. Yeah, so that's... that's over three a day. Yep. Oh, the way the city is going to put up a new fire department on Mormon Cooley Road right across the street from their, their new motel, and there's going to be a satellite police department out there. So the cop cars won't have to run all over town looking for these people. If they're out there, they can just walk across Mormon Cooley Road. Yeah, it's not a it's not a bad location for that. I guess it is. It is. Thanks. And th- thanks for the call, number three. It is. It it, it is a lot. A hundred calls. I mean, we were we were looking at the uh, the number of calls that went to Huska Park um, over the summer, and it was very similar. It was around a hundred. And I don't. I don't. It would be something to talk to the police about about how the severity of these calls, because I think maybe some of them are just the just. Happen. There are calls that happen, and they're not. The severity of them is, is pretty minimal. Uh, I don't. I don't love the idea of just going ah, hundred calls and the homeless people, and you know, just picking on homeless all the all the time. Because look, there's a hundred calls. Uh, it could be for multiple reasons. Also, I, I'm guessing here, but if you're putting a hundred people or whatever it is in the account lodge, and they're there all day uh, with nothing to do, <laughs> so. There might be some more calls, but yeah, three, I think it was 3.4 or 3.7 is what I did the math one day. Cause I have all the, the, the numbers, the numbers, uh, in my email. Um, but yeah, that's a lot like, to, to have to go over there three times a day. Imagine, imagine the police being in your neighborhood three times a day for every day for a month. That just seems crazy. Uh, but what, like, what is that? I don't, it's very just, ah, what, what is, how what are we, what are we doing? Why why are we having to go over there three times a day? What's going on? We just have to put a security guard there to like, or a referee maybe. Can we just have a referee? Just hire someone, add to the seven hundred thousand dollar counter lodge plan, and just add a, a some kind of bouncer to just go referee everything that's going on. I don't know. I can't I can't tell you what the calls are. They're just you know if, they're not they're not this uh, this Ross dude shooting at police. Something about a theft and then running away and and shooting. And number three says he was lucky that he's a bad shot. It's did he shoot at police or did he shoot in the air? You know, I think <laughs> who knows. You know, put put yourself in that situation. You're being chased by police and you've are you you've made the decision to use your gun to get the police. Like, are you going to a shoot at the police or shoot? to scare the police, you know, and just like if you want to put yourself in the the weirdest of situations, uh, you know, my my decision, if I'm going to use my gun, I'm probably not going to shoot literally at the police. I might just shoot it and 
to to scare them off and to try to get away. Uh, it's a very weird analogy to try to like put yourself into. Um, but they got him. So, and it looks like he's you know one of these dudes. He's one of these very easily per, very easy person to pick on and go. This is why we can't have people out on bail or cash bonds or however you want to put it because he's had other uh, charges. He's supposed to be you know in court for other things. And he wasn't. He's failed to appear in, in other cases. What those cases are, I don't have in front of me. They could be pretty insignificant. But when you when you shoot at somebody, uh, now is now his bond is set at a hundred thousand dollars. It was said by Judge Scott Horn today. And yeah, he's the, he's the case that that sets the world, the maybe the city uh, ablaze. Because why are we letting these people out? And he's the he's the one of the few. So I mean, for the most part, that thing works. And then this person slips through, and it's like, well, how did that happen? But maybe those other cases are pretty insignificant. I don't know off the top of my head. C cap him. Someone C cap him. It's hard to talk and C cap at the same time. It's difficult to do. Um, but back to the to the homeless situation. Uh, you know, three three calls a day to the Econa Lodge, three calls a day to Otahuska Park is the average. So I mean, there could be outliers there where maybe maybe the police had to go multiple times in one day for different for kind of the same instance. I don't know exactly how that works, but um, the the number of calls was pretty even from Huska to to the Econa Lodge. Uh, makes you wonder now. Going to so the people at that council meeting last night when they were uh, debating whether or not to buy this hotel, the Maple Grove Hotel, the neighbors there were a little nervous about, hey, what's this going to do to our area? We live here, and now we're going to add this entity that's averaging three calls a day for the past year, uh, three calls a day from police to the past year. They definitely have an argument there, but we went ahead and and approved the purchase of one point five million dollars. Uh, for this for this motel that was built in the 1940s, according to number three, who's pretty who's pretty his expertise is pretty good on some of this stuff. Uh, the the building's going to need a lot of work. I think it would need a lot of work anyway. Just that what you're going to convert it to into a bridge housing situation. So, um, and all this comes because the Chamber of Commerce building downtown, what the city and the county were combining to do. Uh, Chamber of Commerce building is for sale for how long? Nobody wants it. City and the county have decided, hey, this is a good spot. The parking lot's really big. We can build bridge housing. We can build what exactly what we want, cater it to the way we want it. Uh, let's do it. Let's combine forces here, the county and the city. We're going to purchase it. The news comes out because this is how government works, right? Like, you got to put this out. You got to talk about it. The council's got to approve it. The county board's got to approve it. So it's a couple of week process to that that it, that news lingers, and while that news is is shuffling around, all our entities, right, Wisdom TV, uh, newspaper, all covering it. Everybody hears about it. Everybody knows about it. Somebody swoops in and puts a two point one million dollar cash offer for the building because they don't want a homeless situation happening in downtown La Crosse. <laughs> it would be nice to just have two point one million dollars in cash. Be like, eh, you know what? I'll buy the building because I don't want a homeless shelter in downtown La Crosse. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to La Crosse Talk PM. 608 
785-7914 is the talking text line. We're going to get some news here in a minute from Brad on the situation. Uh, apparently, over by the Hardys, the uh, boat docks down there found a body. That's all I know at this point. Brad's, Brad's talking with the police right now, so he'll be in here in a little bit to to uh, explain. That's all I got. So, yeah, this kind of the news never stops. Like, we've got a guy shooting at police. Uh, he's set a hundred thousand dollar bail set for him today. Thirty three year old dude. Uh, he's he's been wanted for a couple other things too in the city, and federally, on gun charges nonetheless. So then that was the thing I I mentioned this yesterday when I heard this news is that you know what's up with the gun? Like we what's up with the guy? But what's up with the gun too? Like where did he get it? How did he get it? Clearly he couldn't. He he wasn't supposed to have it. So that was illegal. So how did he get it? I kind of want to know that because uh, we never talk about that stuff. That never, uh, hardly ever gets started. like the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. That's when we talked about it, right? Because Rittenhouse was 17 and it was weird that he got a gun. Like, and he crossed state lines, right? That Like that whole situation. So we really talked about the gun and the gun was unique, right? Like it's one of those guns that you as a kid would, you know, I played I played guns when I was little. I played I played Rambo or whatever. Uh, and the, yeah, I definitely had one of those toy guns that looked just like that. So, I mean, if, if, if Kyle Rittenhouse had a handgun at that point, maybe it's not even as interesting. And, uh, we don't talk about his gun so much as much, as much as the killings themselves that he used the gun with. But, um, anyway, so he'll, Brad will be in here in a minute to talk about that. I, mean, I don't know the, the, they're not related, but, uh, that in terms of this Ross, Junior, he's Ross the second, Curtis Ross the second. I was, I think, Junior at that point. Um, you know, shooting at police the other day, he's in in court today. But uh, we were talking about the the homeless plan. I think it's, I think this is like, we we have to do something. So we we, we can criticize all we want, you know, what the city, even the county, right, the city and the county. And I don't know if this is a city and county thing because the city council did this last night maybe the county latches on and provides some other help because obviously this is a county-wide problem too and a statewide problem when's uh you know governor tony evers was here a couple of weeks ago gave i think eight hundred thousand dollars to cooley cap and a million dollar check to the ywca who uh for their reach program i think it's uh yeah i don't know if it's called reach program but it's called reach uh that's acronym and i don't have it in front of me but they're, they're essentially they're helping the homeless as well. So that we, there has been some money spent here to help the homeless. Now it's a matter of you know getting them into a, a situation where uh, you know they can start building towards being self sufficient. I guess I don't know how else to put it. So they can not be homeless anymore. You can get into a situation where you can get in uh, pay rent. I don't know if you're going to be buying a house. Sometimes, from what I read, it's it's cheaper to buy a house right now in some places than it is to rent. Uh, but but yeah, we have to uh, we have to start somewhere. So this is the plan, and this is one of the things we've had Mayor Mitch Reynolds on multiple times. And when we want to have fun and talk about stuff, then we start talking about the homeless. And you can clearly tell that he's passionate about uh, getting people that are in on the streets on his streets now, right? Uh, off the streets and into shelter and into permanent housing. Like we got to help them. And that's just one of the passion projects that he's taken on. And uh, as we've seen this pandemic grow and 
uh, affect more people. And obviously then there's 150 people homeless and it's up from 100. And then other cities here, oh, lacrosse is all these things that it's doing for the homeless. Why don't we ship our homeless over there as if they're, you know, not people. Sparta did this with uh, one person, Mitch said, on the on the air. And a couple months ago, he talked about another person being sent to lacrosse from way far away. I want to say like the Madison area. And they brought that person to lacrosse. I asked Governor Evers when he was at the YWCA, you know, what should the state be doing? Uh, and it was kind of, you know, when, when these smaller cities that don't have the infrastructure to care for the homeless the way lacrosse does what is the state doing to help those towns and he said well i'm giving a million dollar check to places in lacrosse so that's just gonna that just means that lacrosse is gonna take on this problem so that when it when it comes to homeless people outside the area lacrosse has the infrastructure now lacrosse is gonna have bridge housing Lacrosse is going to become a place where homeless people are going to end up, whether other cities bring them, you know, like the the Sparta police. I think it was the Sparta police that brought this person to town to get help. Or maybe they just hear about it and go, hey, lacrosse is doing a lot of stuff to help the homeless. Let's go there. Um, doesn't sound like something a lot of people, you know, that sounds like, like a bad thing, but I think it's kind of a good thing if, uh, if these other towns, smaller towns aren't, aren't going to be able to help somebody, there needs to be a place for everyone to go. And if this, the the, the city is going to do this deal with the Maple Grove motel, they're going to buy this for $1.5 million, fix it up and turn it into a bridge housing facility. Well, then maybe we, maybe we just become the the place that helps homeless people. Is that the worst thing in the world? If there's a hundred calls a day going to the Maple Grove motel, that's not great at all by any means. I think we need to figure that out. Like what is going on? Why is there so many calls to the police at the Econo Lodge? It just, it doesn't, doesn't really add up. So, I mean, there's, there's one thing that I think we could look into, like, why is that happening? And uh, how can, how can we fix it? And then when when homeless people are at the Econo Lodge, uh, what kind of what kind of help are they getting there from the entities that we've given? Right, YWCA, we gave you a million dollars. Are you over at the Econo Lodge helping these people every day? Uh, Cooley Cap, eight hundred thousand dollars. What are you guys doing at the Econo Lodge? I'm not saying they're not doing anything. It's just uh, you know that's that's probably that's got to be a big part of this plan. Like they've got to be all part of the plan. If we're all of a sudden just going to be the, the, the place that people send their homeless. It's such a weird thing. Other towns are going to ship their homeless here as if they're a package. 608-785-7914 is a talking text line. Kent's calling in. Kent, go ahead, man. Hey, Rick, like you said, I'm calling about the homeless situation there too, but, uh, yeah, you know, throwing a million point five in a motel, and you know they need help. They need to get off the the drugs, the alcohol. I know you don't bring it up on the air a lot, but it it is what it is. You know, maybe if we're going to have them go to the Southside Motel, get Molotuba Bell when they leave the Econo Lodge on the North Side here in my neighborhood. Say so here, you you, go, you guys go. You're going to revamp this hotel. So you want to give them no, power? Gonna, you want to give them power tools? We're going to get you off the drugs. We're going to get you in the, the county system. Yeah, and 
you know, I was down to Utsuka Park last summer on my Harley. I talked with one guy, and you're right. They put him on a bus in Madison and said, here's your ticket to lacrosse. You know, and it was 9 o'clock in the morning, brother. I went, rode down there in my Harley because I heard your show. You know, I couldn't believe how many tents were down there. And I asked mm-hmm. the guy, I said, well, what's up? And he said, well, I'm a veteran. They they won't give me any help, you know. And I was in Madison, and they, they pretty much ran him out of town and said, here, go to lacrosse, you know. Right, and and the, the 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 solving the problem isn't running them out of town either. So, like, we have to do something. So, uh, right. yeah, and and if we, at bridge housing, I think we, you know, the Econo Lodge. If there's three calls a day there, what's going on? But like, right, these other entities got to come in. If the city's going to take on, we're going to take on the the literal structure, and then maybe we have these other groups like YWCA, Cooley Cap, uh, Salvation Army. Uh, Catholic Charities, I think, just does a warming center. I don't know how much they work with homeless. I'm, I'm not sure. But now you guys need to come here and, and like, we got we to gotta make a plan. Mental health, uh, get them help with, yeah, drugs and alcohol, all that stuff. I, you know, like. Exactly. I mean, yeah, definitely. It's it's all, but but that's, hey, we have to start. It's, otherwise, it's just like kicking the can down the road. You know, we're going to move them from Econo Lodge to the motel. From the motel to uh, who knows what. Well, I mean, you know, at this point, we're you know, going. Let's get, let's get them in a tech school. Let's give them a tool belt. Let's teach them a trade. You know, let's get out of this, yeah. you know, meth and crack and all the junk. You know, it's just sad. And I'm, I know Mayor Mitch is trying hard, but, and you guys have talked about all that, too, and well, I, I know he's trying hard, well, but they need the, to really what's the alternative, help these you know? people. I guess I don't know what the alternative is. Like we either help them or ignore it, right? I mean, you, you can you see that a lot too. You if you drive by Husqvar, you you're on your boat and you go, you kind of laugh, right? Like, ah, oh, look at all the tents there. You know, without actually thinking about, oh, those people literally have nothing, and that's all they're doing is living in tents and just they've got nowhere to go, no help. So yeah, it's it's crazy, and we got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate the call. Yeah, let let's get them some help and then get them in the community and tech school and. Get them a trade. I figured out on my computer here that, you know, $9,000 a year for each one of those hundred is nine hundred grand. We can put them all through tech school for a year. Yeah, we, we spent $700,000 on the Econo Lodge. I think I figured it out. It was like four grand a person if we just gave them four grand instead of giving them an Econo Lodge renting for the winter. Um, but, yeah, I mean, thanks thanks for the call. Uh, Governor Evers had a had a thing in his budget that was just thrown away by Republicans uh, for, I think, free two-year college. I think that was part of uh, a Biden plan, Build Back Better. Is that what it was called? Uh, that where we, where we have free trade school for people that want it. So, I mean, man, how many people would take advantage of that? Uh, we'll go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? This is Johnny. Hey, man, go ahead. You're on. Uh, yeah, I'm listening to both of you guys. Uh, drugs and alcohol is not a vast majority of what's wrong with these people. There's a lot of mental issues and trauma that these people, that, that none of us could ever fathom that puts them into the situation. Maybe some turn to drugs and alcohol after that. But to just to blankly stay, say we need to get them to go to tech school and get them off of drugs and alcohol, it, to me, is rather ignorant that it doesn't, that's not what's going to solve this problem. There's a lot of mental issues and a lot of mental health problems that goes on with these people. I implore the people that are commenting on that 
to go ahead and come down and volunteer and work with some of these people, and maybe they understand a little bit more. The gentleman that said he talked to a guy that's a vet that came from Madison probably wasn't a vet. He just uh, came up with something that was in his head or something like that, but but he, he can't take it verbatim for what he said. I, I, I implore some of these people that have such negative comments to, to volunteer and work with these people, and maybe they can see a little bit more what it's about. It's not about drugs and alcohol. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for the call, Johnny. Uh, the, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, we're not to, again, it always feels like we're just picking on these people that are in the worst of situations, and that's why we're, the city, we as a city, I, I, I pretend I'm, I work here, so it, it is, it is, and I'm pretty passionate about it myself. I just, I would like to see something get done, but um, just the idea that we we don't do anything is ludicrous. So uh, this this plan for the motel is a good starting point. It would have been, I think, the city would have loved to have it at the Chamber of Commerce building, just because it's closer to everything uh, downtown. But uh, that's where we're at. All right, Brad. Brad, are you reporting live from from the Hardys? I um, from close to the Hardys. I'm at the Clinton Street boat landing. Okay, which is which is where the uh, uh, police and the uh, fire truck, the uh, medical examiner's uh, vehicle, have all pretty much left the scene. There's another uh, vehicle, looks like official, that uh, just showed up, but um, most of the people have left this scene where there was a body found, I guess, within the last two hours is what police are telling us. And they don't have identification of the person yet. I uh, believe it was a male. I got here just as a uh, crew was bringing the body of that person onto the shore and up to the truck. So at this point, we don't know a whole lot about that yet. Okay. But uh, they... Uh, they're still investigating and uh, figuring out who this person was and why they were down here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, and that's all we can really say. There was a body. It was found in the, in the black river. Is it the black river right there? In the, in the black river, yeah. uh, right near the Clinton street bridge, not too far. It's uh, right, you know, right up against the boat landing here. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, Avery shot at police, uh, said that, uh, uh they know that this is not connected to a missing person that they've been looking for the last couple of days. A person reported missing in the community. They know that is not connected to this. They okay. can tell that much. Okay. But, uh, at this point, uh, they're going to try to figure out uh, who this person was and uh, notify the relatives and uh, figure out uh, what happened uh, that the person ended up in the river and died. Sure. All right. Thanks a lot, Brad. Okay. That's Brad Williams down at the Clinton Street boat landing, right? Uh, that person that he mentioned that is missing is a UW lacrosse student. Uh, if you go on our website, uh, a story on two days ago, uh, his name is Hamad Fall. He's a 25-year-old, six foot two, 175-pound black guy, um, 25 years old. Oh, I said that. And, yeah, he's been missing for, for a couple days now. So not connected. I got to take uh, one more break. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. You just heard Brad uh, calling in from the Clinton Street uh, boat landing uh, where a body was found, deceased, a male, they believe. And that's pretty much all we know at this point. Uh, next step would be identifying that body, telling the families, and then we would 
we would have a name and probably an age after that. Uh, spent most of the show here talking about the homeless situation in La Crosse, and um, Johnny called in and said, you know, <laughs> from his experience, it's not all about drugs and alcohol. A lot of that has to do with mental health, and I think that's what a lot of these outside entities do uh, when it comes to when it comes to uh, helping these people get back on their feet is providing those services, uh, mental health. And we talked about mental health last week uh, with the county, and I think mental health is like one of the hardest things to to try to to try to figure out because a you don't even you probably don't even know that you're you're you have some kind of issue. It's it almost has to be identified by somebody else, especially if you're in a situation where you're homeless. You don't even have somebody else, maybe. And uh, then it, then it's up to you know people that are are helping you out, or if you got to go seek help. But uh, a lot of those people too, I think, are stubborn and they don't want to get help from the people that I've talked to. You know, I've I've run into uh, going down in the Salvation Army and talking to some of the people down there. There, you know, some of them. Uh, just kind of uh, nipping away at getting back on their feet. Other people uh, had some he- mental health issues. Other people were too prideful to to want to do the things that they can no longer do. So uh, every, I mean, every situation, every everybody's in a unique situation when it comes to that. And uh, from what Johnny said, from his experience, it's not all drugs and alcohol. Maybe a lot of that is mental health. Maybe a lot of that is just their their past comes back to haunt them in, in terms of trying to get uh, maybe housing or a job and you know people don't want to take that risk especially now right I think well maybe maybe now maybe people would want to take that risk maybe it's a little bit easier to get a job because the unemployment level is so low but um, a lot of the times I think it's 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 about more a lot more than that than getting a job but it always feels like we're picking on these people and that's the last thing I I want to I want to do and it's the last thing I want to convey is that I'm picking on them. I think the city needs to start somewhere. And uh, what they're doing right now is a, is a good place. Like we're going to buy a building and create bridge housing. And that's literally going to be the middle entity to get these people back into back on their feet.